Hey there, Strong Mom. Welcome to the Mom's New Strong Show, a show that inspires, educates, and motivates you to ditch the weight loss and fitness drama and create a fit and healthy lifestyle that you love, all centered around down-to-earth and practical solutions that will leave you feeling inspired and ready to take action. I'm your host, Jessica May, fitness and nutrition coach, hot mess mama too, a recovering perfectionist, and a lover of all things sprinkles and Mexican food. I'm also a woman on a mission to help you strengthen your body and mind so that you can be the best version of yourself. Ready to unleash your inner and outer strong mom? Let's get started. Hey, strong mom. Welcome back to another episode. And today we are talking all about how to still make progress while working out at home and not having a gym because we're all in the same boat right now. Um, Even if you didn't work out a gym before and we're all stuck at home. So how do we make progress at home? How can we shift our mindset? What are the different ways that we can work out at home? Even if we don't have equipment by the end of today's episode, my goal is for you to be motivated and not feel defeated by working out at home that you can actually still make progress wherever you you are at in this journey. And we're going to talk about what that looks like for different people in the journey. For example, me, I've been working out consistently for three years. Um, some of you might be in that same boat as me and a majority of you might just be starting off. If you are just starting off in this journey or you're within your first year of um, you know, working out, resistance training, those kind of things, you are in a perfect position to still be making amazing progress while still at home. And I'm going to really break that down for you today because like I said, I don't want this to be an excuse for you to give up. It's really easy that if you had been going to the gym consistently, you had a routine going on going to the gym. I hear you because that was my routine too. And now for somebody that's been working out for years, I too am struggling to find a new routine of working out at home. And I'll be completely honest too, when this first started, I was kind of in a more of a doom and gloom mindset thinking, oh my gosh, I'm going to lose all my progress. Um, I'm not going to make progress. I was just making some really good strength gains in the gym. And then I felt a little defeated and I had to pick myself back out of that mental hole that I was putting myself into and really go back look at the science of what it takes to build muscle and really remind myself that this is an opportunity and there's a silver lining in this, that there's can be really good things that come out of this, that this could be the reason why you really focus on those things that you weren't focusing on before. And I'm going to explain how we can figure that out for uh, um, each of you because that might look a little bit different, but knowing that there is a silver lining in this and you can actually come back out of this in a better position than when you went in. Um, And so that's really my my hope for you today. And if you've been following me on social media, um, guys, I don't really post a ton of much on social media, be completely honest. I get a little burnt out from social media. The podcast is really my go-to favorite place to be and to hang out with you. Um, But I try to kind of post here and there. And last week, I posted something and I, I 
came up with this quote as I was sitting there and it just made, it resonated a lot to me. And I want to share it with you guys here on the podcast if you didn't see that post. But the quote is, with uncontrollable change comes the opportunity for intentional change. And yes, that's my personal quote. I made that up. Um, I also, the more I thought about it, I also wanted to say that this is also a good way to look at it too. With uncontrollable change comes the opportunity for intentional growth. And what I really mean by this is what I was saying is there's a silver lining that we can't control the change that's going outside of our home. We can't control that. We can't control how that's affecting us more or less because we have to stay at home, right? We can mentally change how it affects us, right? Because with that uncontrollable change, now we have the opportunity to be intentional with how we change within, what we do about it, what is our intentional growth out of this. And you have two choices. You can use the, you can feel defeated. You can feel lost. You can feel out of control. You can sit there, bench watch, um, you know, news and be in this state of panic, or you can choose to see the silver lining in this. Now I have the time to do X. Now I have the time for myself. Now I have the opportunity to focus on the things that I normally wouldn't focus on in order to improve growth in areas that I wasn't growing in before. So really take that mindset shift. And that's really where we're going to start this episode is what are those mindset shifts? We're going to get into like the um, actually like how to put a workout plan together. I'm going to share with you guys what I'm going to be doing. But I think it's more important to start with a mindset shift because if you can't get yourself to do it, it don't damn well matter what I tell you to do, right? If you can't get do that motivation for you. And this is this guys, this is the time this is a make or break time for a lot of us. I, like I just said, I've been working out for in the gym for years and years and years, and I'm over here struggling to get a routine working out at home because that's just the thing. It's not part of my routine. I've never been somebody that has been able to work out at home well. It's just, it's really a hard struggle for me. So I'm having to make this mindset shift. I'm having to recreate some resiliency and to really see what I'm made of as far as my self-discipline because guys, there's nobody watching you. This is this is all you. And it's so easy to go work out at home. I mean, work out at the gym because you have that environment. There's other people there motivating you. Whether you're working out with them or not, they are motivating you. That's why I love to go to the gym for one, all the equipment's there too. But it's also inspiring to be working out with other people that are you know, having similar goals as myself. And so when I'm at home, I don't have that. And so I'm having to really learn that self-discipline of of doing it. And on top of that, too, I had to make a mindset shift because I'm always so strength-based. I'm always like, how much stronger can I get? How much more weight can I push? And that is so motivating to me. And I don't have that. I don't have, I I live in a, a single wide mobile home. Um, I don't have a garage. I don't have weights at home. I have very minimal weights at home. I did order resistance bands, um, but I don't have a setup like a home gym. I don't have that access available to me. So I had to get that mindset shift of, well, what's the point? Because the first week I did that, I kind of felt a little sorry for myself. And I was like, well, what's the point? Like I, I can't make the same gains I was doing in the gym. And I had to get myself out of that. And that's another mindset shift that you can make progress. And last 
week's episode, I shared with you guys the three mechanisms of muscle growth. And I, I proved to you guys that it's not only about lifting heavy. That is a big factor in muscle growth, but there are other aspects of gaining muscle that you can focus on. And that's what I'm going to share with you really today and how to program something is really to take advantage of some of those other ways that we can create muscle growth. Um, Because yeah, I mean, if you're looking to transform your body, you're looking to gain muscle and to lose fat. And so that is something we can definitely do at home, regardless of where you are at in your journey. Now, for me, or if you've been somebody that has been very consistent three plus years lifting heavy weights, um, there's still ways to progress for you at home. Now, like I said, if you're somebody just starting out, you have, I mean, you can do so much at home as far as progression. You should have no excuses why you cannot progress in in any sense. And also taking that mindset shift about instead of focusing on strength, because that's, that. let's be honest, unless you have a full gym at home and you have access to everything that you need, um, strength is not going to be a main focus. We need to shift our mindset to other different types of goals, like performance goals, okay? And I'm going to explain that to you in a little while, but performance goals is more like being able to actually do something. So for example, if you have a pull-up bar at home and a pull-up has been on your list of things to do, well, guess what? Now's a great time to make that a focus versus how much you can squat or how much you can bench. You know, another performance goal could be push-ups. It simply could be that. Like if you're somebody that's never been able to do toe on your toe push-ups, guess what? Now that can be a goal of yours. But the point is we need to have some type of goals to be pushing us forward something that we got to work on that's just the way our human brains work we need to have to see that end result like what are we working towards what is the purpose what is the point and we need to shift right now our our goals and um that's something that i'm going to give you guys and some examples in a little bit of what that could look like but right now let's just talk about this mindset shift that needs to to happen and that's part of that mindset shift um another mindset shift is really, like I said, building that self-discipline, you know, that working out at home versus the gym. Now it's all about you, right? This is, this is really all about you. And if, you know, now also this is really a great time to leave the ego at the door. And I'm going to, a lot of this times, guys, like some of the stuff I say, is for me too. Like I'm not just here trying to be preachy. Like I try to share things that I think are relevant, like because it's how I'm feeling or what I'm thinking about. And and then I think, okay, well, you know what? If this has been helpful for me and my own mindset process to think about this, I need to share this with other women because I know they're probably going through this too. But what I mean about now it's time to leave the ego at the door is when I go to the gym, I'm always focused like how much can I push? How much how much strength can I can I how much weight can I lift? And I don't have that option anymore. So now I can leave my ego at the door. It's just me and my house, right? So now I can focus on things more like mobility, um, endurance, uh, things that I normally wouldn't focus on in the gym or I wouldn't go do because I don't feel like in my head I wasn't feeling like I was pushing myself. And it's like that wasn't the case. That's just a story I was telling myself. You know, because when I go to the gym, I'm like, oh, I'm going to push, I'm going to lift, I'm going to lift a lot of weight. And I'm finding myself doing different types 
of exercising at home um, that's completely different than what I would do at the gym. But I'm tired and I'm drained and it's like it's it's challenging for me, but in a different way. So this is a perfect time to really focus on things that you normally wouldn't focus on in the gym. Um, things that are your weak spots or things that it's just completely different than what you were doing. And, you know, at first it was like I was forced to do that. But now I've been doing it for a couple weeks. I'm seeing the benefit of doing that. And the next mind shift, that mindset shift I had to make, and you might have to too, is I was thinking to myself, am I going to lose muscle? Will I lose muscle? And the answer is I'm not exactly sure because I've never been put in this situation. I've, I've done, I kind of tried to Google, did some research, you know, how long before you lose muscle? A lot of them are based on like doing nothing at all. Um, the things that I read and that was like, I've, I've seen things from two weeks to three weeks, four weeks of, um, you know, that's how long it takes to lose muscle. But I am doing something at home. So it makes me wonder like what kind of benefits am I going to see? My, my goal honestly right now is just to maintain muscle. I think that would be the best thing for me is if I can just maintain, um, considering I do have considerable enough amount of muscle because I've been doing this strength training for a while. Now, if you're somebody that's just getting started, you can definitely gain strength at home. Even if like you've never picked up a weight, you start doing body weight exercises, you're going to gain some, you're going to gain some muscle from that, right? So it, it's, um, if you're not too sure how muscle building works, like what kind of stimulus you need in order to build muscle, go listen to last week's podcast. It was very helpful. Not only do I break like the, I do the science part, but I, I try to put it in a way that's applicable to like figuring out what a workout would look like to increase um, your muscle. So yeah, so that's that's something else I had to do is make that mindset shift about like okay. If, if I now that I'm focusing more on performance goals, like losing muscle, it's a you know, if that happens, if I lose a little bit of muscle, that's fine. And you know, going back to last year when I did my explant surgery, that was a really big, humbling experience for me. And now I'm very grateful that I've had that experience because now it's that life lesson is being replayed for me right now in my head, and it's and it's giving me the confidence to know like I'm going to come out stronger on the other end, even if I do lose muscle, even if I lose progress as far as strength goes, that I am going to be stronger when I come back from this. Because last year when I did explant surgery, I got my breast implants taken out. That was a major surgery. I mean, I cut open my chest muscles. I have like, what, like a four, four and a half inch um, scar under each of my breasts from it. And it took four weeks before I could, was it four weeks or six weeks? I can't really remember now, but either way, it's four to six weeks before I started exercising again. And when I came back from exercising, I couldn't do dumbbells at all. Like I had to do um, body weight. I did light resistant bands. And then slowly over time, I added five pounds, five pound dumbbells, 10 pound dumbbells. Um, it took me a few months, a couple or fewer, a couple of months to be able to do a couple of body weight pushups again. It took about three or four months to be able to start doing pull-ups again. It was a very humbling process. And, and I felt like I was really scared about how it was going to look, that I was going to lose a bunch of muscle, that it was going to take me a long time. Did I lose muscle? I'm, I'm sure I did because it was just a long time of not lifting weights. But guess what, guys? It, I bounced back really fast. Muscle memory is a thing. I gained my muscle back and more. I actually look better now. And so um, 
don't think, don't feel defeated. Like for, for one, this is a temporary thing. This isn't going to be forever. I know it feels like forever. Sometimes I'm pretty dramatic. I feel like, oh my gosh, this is my life forever. But um, it's not going to be forever and, and we'll get through this. But, you know, what you do now is going to dictate how you come out the other end and uh, what that's going to look like for you, whether you decide just to not do anything at all and then you're like starting from ground zero or if you take this time to try to maintain your muscle, try to gain, trying to focus on different performance goals so that way you come back and you're actually going to progress and get back to where you were faster or, you know, and sooner because you didn't take this time off, okay? So that's really, let's let's think about these mental mindset shifts that we have to make for ourselves to really put ourselves into a position to make this happen. Because where there is a will, there is a way. And, you know, there is a way regardless. Like, I don't care if you don't have any equipment at home. Like, you have your body. <laughs> like, you can do something. So there is a way. And, you know, are you going to use this as an excuse to give up or is it going to be your reason to improve in those areas where you're weak or improve um, in those mental areas? Like even this this mindset shift, this is a great lesson that um, for a lot of us to like even go through if you've if you never had to do a humbling experience of starting all over, you know, let's like go back and like focus more on basics and at least just getting something done. Okay, now that we really talked about the mental aspect, now that you have a good grasp on that, let's start talking about what this looks like as far as what you're going to be doing at home, what you can be doing at home, and why. So what I would suggest and what I've kind of talked about before, actually, I don't know if I talked about this on the podcast yet. I don't think I have last week when I was talking about, um, you know, about building muscle. But one of the things that I'm really going to be fo- that I have been focusing on is breaking up my workout. Okay, so you know we're all at home. I think time is a luxury now that a lot of us do have. Um, you might be homeschooling like me, so there's some kind of time constraints when it comes to that, or you're working at home, or you're still hopefully you still have a job. If if anything, then that's very a big blessing for you. Um, but breaking up your workouts if you can just to continue the um, benefits of exercise. So for example, I've been breaking up my exercising, you know, 20 minutes here, 30 minutes here, I might do that two to three times a, a day. And the reason being is because I need the benefits of the relief of tension, the relief of stress, the mood improvement, because I'm going crazy, guys, with my kids at home. And you might even hear them in the background. I've had to stop the podcast a couple of times of recording to tell them, like, hey, guys, y'all need to chill out because it's so funny. They were so quiet, you know. And then once I start recording, then all I hear is them screaming and yelling and throwing each other around like crazy animals in the, in the, in the room next door. And like I said, I live in a single wide mobile home, so the walls are thinner and it's not that big of a place. So anyways, um, I know you're probably having some things at home that are driving you crazy. Um, Also, another thing for me that's really hard is I'm getting stir crazy. I'm not somebody that sits at a house all day, nor do I like to do that, and I'm forced to do that. So by breaking up my exercise 20, 30 minutes here, you can even do it 15 minutes, I'm getting that those boosts of those feel good hormones and I'm getting a boost in my mood I'm getting a boost to release stress sometimes guys I have to break my son's in kindergarten and he has like the intention span of a goldfish (laughs) so I have to like break up our day of um 
you know, teaching him, I do like two worksheets at a time. And then when I'm taking a break, sometimes I'll go and I'll exercise because I just need that break. Like, cause so I can come back cause I'm fus- as frustrated as he is, um, too. So that's something that I would really think about. Also, if you're somebody that you're having a hard time with food cravings, go and work out, break your workout up because what that's do is that's going to help you to stabilize your blood sugar levels and it's going to help with the uh, food cravings, right? And um, that's another like kind of tip too. If you're somebody that is struggling with the food cravings, like think every time you have a cra- like eat your square meals, right? But if you're having a craving for something that's unhealthy, like I think it's good, like uh, quarantine snacks, I think is what we're calling them. Uh, when you have those cravings, be like, okay, I'm going to go do 20 pushups or, thir- or like give yourself something to do. And then be like, if I still feel like that afterwards, then so be it. Right. So we're not trying to like fully restrict ourselves. We're just like, okay, you know what? I'm going to go distract myself. I'm going to get some blood flowing, some endorphins, some feel good because you might be bored. Um, it's probably because you're bored. If you're like me, a lot of times I get bored. And that's when I eat is just finding something to do or finding a hobby, find something to distract you with your time that's more productive than just sitting in front of Netflix and chilling and eating quarantine snacks. Um, Because I think that was okay for the first week because, hey, I'll put my hand up, be the first to admit, I did that the first week. I watched a lot of TV um, the first week and uh, snacked a lot. And now I was like, okay, well, obviously this is going to be the new norm for a while. I can't do this for, you know, weeks at a time. I thought it was just going to be for two weeks and it'll be over with. And obviously it's not that. So now I need to find a new type of routine, a new type of norm. And that's what I've been really focusing on right now is trying to find that that norm. And I really suggest that you you do that as well. So that's, that's the benefits of breaking up your workout. Um, you, especially with the kids at home, doing a full workout might not be an option because you're going to get distracted, uh, not distracted, but interrupted. That's a big part of why I don't like to work out at home is because of the disruptions, you know, with having kids and they always need something and they always need something right when you're in the middle of doing something. It's just the law of like kids. <laughs> and so by breaking it up, then, you know, you get through it. Um, so now let's talk about thinking outside the box as far as it comes to um, creating resistance for working out. So some of you guys don't have equipment. Um, some things that I'm going to give you some ideas. One thing that I've been doing for Fitness 828, which is the gym that I work at, I've been doing um, a couple of live workouts a week. And most of it is utilizing a backpack. So we all have kids at home. <laughs> you know, unfortunately, uh, they're not going to school. So there's backpacks packs at home. Fill that backpack up with water bottles or um, food, canned food items. I recommend those because they're about this. Each item is about is the same weight. So it's really easy to gauge what you have as far as resistance because it's like, okay, I can, okay, I've done um, last week I did, you know, 10 water bottles for this exercise. Now I'm going to try to do 11 or you know what I mean? Like it's easy to kind of increase that resistance knowing where you're at versus just a bunch of random objects that weigh different weights, okay? Um, If you really want to get technical about it, uh, so you can like keep up with your workout if you want to do resistance training, like um, you can do a lot of resistance training moves with a backpack and say you're like, okay, last week I did 12 water bottles for this exercise, you know, now I'm going to try to go up or, you know, that that's one way you can kind of keep up with progress. Um, ob- so even just random objects at home, even a kid, guys, like, 
I don't know about you, my kids probably weigh 40 pounds, whatever, somewhere around there, give or take. And so, um, you know, have fun, put them on your shoulders, your squats with them, you know, like just you can be creative in different things that an object you can use at home that can create resistance. Me personally, I'm going to be using resistant bands. I looked on Amazon and I see that they're kind of hard to get. So I don't know how hard it would be to get resistance bands. I was lucky to get them ahead of, um, I guess the rush where people realize like, oh shit, like gym aren't going to be opening for like a month. (laughs) And then I think people just like bought up tons of workout equipment because I'm hearing that it's hard to find workout equipment. I personally haven't been many places ventured out. Like the closest academy to me is like 45 minutes. I haven't even been there to even look. So, um, but I heard that they're just kind of ransacked on things. So I don't know if that's true in your area or not. But I would really highly suggest if you can get a hold of some resistant bands that you take advantage of that. And the thing is, your body doesn't know the difference between tension, okay? So if you listen to last week's uh, episode on how muscle building works, there is a time under tension. There is a muscle tension. You know, you're you're creating resistance through tension. Um, And that tension can be done with any kind of weight. It doesn't matter if it's a dumbbell, a barbell, a resistance band, um, a kid, (laughs) a backpack with stuff in it, like something that just creates resistance. You know, the weight is creating resistance and that's creating the tension that you need in order to stimulate a muscle growth response, which is protein synthesis. Um, That doesn't, like I said, your body is not um, biased on what you use as long as you create tension. So keep that in mind as well. So let's talk about how this is going to be changed up, okay? So right now, can't focus on strength unless you have a home gym, right? So I'm really speaking to those people that don't have those options, like myself. What we are going to do is we are going to focus on the aspect of creating muscle that is metabolic stress and time under tension. So what is, just to recap from last week, metabolic stress is we want to, is is the pump it's the the burn. You know what that is, right? When you're doing a lot of volume work, you start to get that burn, that pump. Um, it's going to failure. It's creating metabolic stress on that muscle. And we do that. We can do that by going to failure. So I'm talking about doing as many reps until you can't do them anymore, right? Um, I'm talking about increasing the volume. So if you're somebody that's been at the gym like myself and you focus on 10 reps or less most of the time, this is now the time to go 15, 20, 25, 30 plus reps. Like I'm talking increase the volume. This will stimulate metabolic stress. What I mean by time under tension is that I mean we need to slow down our reps. We need to create more time under tension, which means more time under that resistance of that weight. That's something else that can help to stimulate muscle growth. So we're really going to take advantage of those versus um, you know, muscle tension as far as doing heavy loads, doing heavy weight. We don't have that luxury. So let's now focus on creating di- on, on, stimul- on different ways to stimulate muscle growth. So that's really what this my home workouts are going to be focused on. And I'm going to tell you this, guys. I uh, if you've been watching any of my workouts that I've been sharing on on uh, Facebook. Um, or Instagram, even if you follow fitness eight to eight is I didn't, these are all stuff I I've never done these workouts. So like I'm making these up the night before 
And I'm like, I don't know how this is going to go. So let's just see. And most of the time I'm freaking out of breath. Like I'm breathing heavy. It's really um, challenging me in different ways. And it's funny because it's like, I'm somebody that routinely squats 225 for reps. Like those are my sets. And I'm over here with a backpack full of water bottles that probably weighs like 30 pounds or 20, well, not even probably 20, 25 pounds. I'm changing, I'm doing more reps, I'm doing less, less breaks, and I'm getting freaking winded. And it's just, I think it's a good reminder that just changing up and doing something different than what you're used to and having that stimulus in a different way is so beneficial. So this is actually helping me with my endurance as well. That is something that I've decided and I've had that mindset shift now that we're in quarantine, we can't go to the gym, I don't have heavy weights. Now let me focus on my endurance. Now let me focus on um, all those things that I wasn't focusing on. So now doing weights more in a circuit type fashion is something I'm doing more of. Um, going to failure, doing higher rep ranges, doing 15 plus reps. I'm focusing more on that rep range now. Um, let's see, what do I have? Um, let me look through my notes, guys, on what else I wanted to share as far as that goes too. Um, okay, this is what I wanted to share with you guys now is what does that look like? Okay, so I said I'm doing like 15 plus reps. I'm going to failure more. I'm still doing strength training, so I'm doing it more with resistance bands. Um, like I said, you could do this with a backpack with weights at home. What I decided to do is full body workouts. So that's what I'm focusing on. I don't break up my workouts into body parts, okay? So I'm doing full body workouts and I'm adding cardio into that. Like I said, I'm breaking that down into two to three, 20 to 30 minute sessions a day. Sometimes I only do one session. Sometimes I do three sessions a day. It just depends on the day and how I feel. But what I'm focused on is during those sessions, like I'm doing five exercises per set of body parts. So I want you to really um, think about what are your body parts, right? (laughs) So I'm doing a leg, I'm doing a chest, I'm doing a back, I'm doing shoulders, I'm doing uh, buys and tries. So I meant six exercises, my bad. (laughs) So six exercises and I'll do three to four sets. And so I pick an exercise per each body part, okay? Pick a part, uh, pick a exercise for each body part and then I'm gonna do three to four sets Okay, for that X for each exercise, and I'm focusing on 15 plus reps, or not even, I might even go with the resistance bands, I can go lower. But what I'm really focusing on, because resistance bands are different for me, it's kind of hard. It's not like, I mean, yeah, there's a, a resistance for it or weight resistance for that, but it has a different feel for it. And so I don't necessarily know, like, oh, really challenging for me is going to be eight reps with this set, or 10, or 12, or whatever. I don't. What I do is I just go by how it feels. I just go to like, I just go to failure basically, or I might leave one or two reps in the tank. So what that means when I say reps in the tank, that means I'm going to where I feel like, okay, like I'm about to fail, like I'm getting close to failure and then I stop. And like, I might have like two or three reps left before I go to failure. And then on that last set, I make sure I go to failure. And that's what I'm really focusing on because that is going to really create that metabolic stress that I'm looking for. Okay, so just to recap, when I'm doing these, I'm doing full body strength training workouts. I am doing one exercise per body part. So legs, back, chest, shoulders, biceps, tries, six exercises. I'm doing three to four sets and 
my rep ranges just depend. Depends on that resistance. It depends on what I'm using. I just go to close to failure or to failure on all those sets. And that should take you. And then also as far as rest goes, if you're doing higher uh, rep ranges like that, you can rest like only 45 seconds. Like when you're doing higher rep ranges, the rest can be a lot shorter than when you're doing um, less reps. Okay, so 45 seconds, that's fine. That's that's a good enough rest. Then go again. So it doesn't take that long to go through this. Um, this could easily be a 20 to 30 minute session. And that's what I've been doing. And then as far as cardio goes, I've been doing like workout of the days. I've been doing body weight mostly. Um, I'm talking like burpees and running. Um, One thing I started doing because I'm not, I don't consider myself a runner. Um, It's not my favorite thing to do. But on Sundays, I've been doing sprints. So I'll go outside and in front of my house, I have, you know, I have a, I actually have Right next to me, I live in town, but the street next to me is considered a private road, so there's not a lot of traffic there. So I'll just go and I'll run the street. And so I'll do that and I'll do that like 10, 12, somewhere around their times. And then I'll do like a workout of the day kind of thing um, where it's just like high intensity, cardio-ish. And then also what I started doing is running a mile a week, (laughs) but running it as fast as I can. I've surprised myself yesterday. I ran a minute and seven, I ran a mile in seven minutes and five seconds, which was an improvement from last week, which was seven minutes and I think it was like 16 seconds or 18 seconds. So that's another thing is performance goals. Now I'm like, oh, I want to get my mile under seven minutes and that's a performance goal, okay? Other performance goals that I have, I'm going to share with you some of mine, so maybe it inspires you, is handstand. So handstand walks is like, to me, a far-fetched goal of mine that I have. Um, But I remember back when pull-ups was a far-fetched goal for me. Like I felt like it was impossible and I got to it by months and months of consistently trying. So I, my goal is I want to be able to do handstand walks. And so right now my goal is just focusing on handstands, like getting on the wall, like I'll kick up on the wall and I'll try to push my feet away from the wall and just hold myself where I'm not using the wall to stabilize myself. That's kind of my goal right now. And that's what I'm working on. Um, I, like I said, in sprints, I'm trying to get faster at sprints. I'm trying to get my mile under, uh, seven minutes. I'm also doing mobility things, working on my mobility because full range of mobility is very important, uh, whenever you're strength training and you want to have full range of mobility. So that way you can get the most out of that exercise. You want to take your body through a full range of motion and really take that, that muscle through that full range of tension. Okay. And if you have tight muscles, you have imbalances, it's really hard to do that mobility part. So I've been working on that at home. So I've also been doing a lot of foam rolling, a lot of deep tissue work on the the areas that are tight that are keeping my mobility um, from being at its optimal and really taking care of myself, like using this as a self-care time to focus on those um, things that I know I should have been doing more, like stretching more, doing mobility. My uh, Speaking of my cousin's an amazing yoga teacher, and she's doing like free, well, I wouldn't necessarily say free online trainings. Um, she is doing them free, but she's saying if you want to donate, you can. I've shared that on my Facebook. So I've done a couple of those sessions, and that's completely out of my comfort zone too, is doing yoga. And like it's so her intermediate class is pretty damn challenging. Um, it's funny how 
I'm very strong as far as lifting heavy things, but when it comes to holding body weight and weird poses in long and long positions, like or in and long for a long period of time and holding those, it's very challenging for me because it's just something outside of my comfort zone. So I want you, like I said, don't underestimate the the advantage of doing something that your body is not used to doing even though it doesn't seem like oh it's not that hard right like I could have said like oh yoga whatever you know like I'm used to lifting these heavy ass weights and it's like no like my that's something really different for my body so I am getting a really good benefit out of that um let's see other examples of performance goals could be you know think about something some type of exercise that you think that you would love to be able to do like you just feel like a complete badass for some of you it might be push-ups on your toes it might be pull-ups um it might be running a mile at a certain time um you know things like that really focus on that you know make that a priority so if you are somebody that really wants to do push-ups on your toes guess what you got to do you got to practice push-ups on your toes so every day you know start your workout with how many push-ups can i do right on my toes just in, in practice and building up that endurance and practice will create that. That's how I did. That's how I was able to do pull-ups, guys. It was months and months of me trying. I was, I mean, you know, if you, if you have the luxury of having a pull-up bar at home, um, you know, you can do different ways to progress to a pull-up. You can do negatives. You can, you know, hold yourself up at the bar just to create um, the strength that you need to do that or even if you have a band to help you get up but you know use this time to really focus on those things another example uh, for as far as performance goals is you can set a timer and and like so every week you're like okay I want to improve on how many burpees I can do in three minutes or how long I can hold a plank or how long I can do a wall sit you know you can use those little goals as ways to push yourself every week and assess where you are at as far as your performance and as far as your fitness because guys fitness is like a well-rounded thing it's not just strength I mean you have mobility you have endurance um there's there's all these different components so if you want to be considered a well-rounded person in fitness like you got to work on all these other aspects and that's something to be completely honest it's just been in this past year that I've really started you know coming to terms with and realizing and um really pushing myself to be a better well-rounded person when it comes to fitness that's why this year I signed up for a Spartan race um I started running I started doing things like I normally don't do that are outside of my comfort zone of strength training um so I think I've kind of harped that in quite a bit about trying to do something different I think at this point um I think that was everything that I wanted to you know really convey to you guys today and as you're seeing I'm not complicating this at all so what I'm doing is I'm sticking to uh, full body workouts I'm breaking up my workouts into 20 to 30 minute sessions one to three times a day I'm using those sessions to help me with um, getting my mindset right and my mood and my stress um, and trying to help to break up my day I'm using it to help with food cravings um uh, yeah, so I think that's it. I'm also using this time to focus on performance goals versus strength goals and, and, and increase my whatever is that is my weak point. So like I said, just to recap and to leave you with these final words, you know, where there is a will, there is a way. And with uncontrollable change comes the 
opportunity for intentional change. So it's up to you. Are you going to use this as an excuse? Are you going to use this time as an excuse? Or are you going to use it as a silver lining? Like now I have the time to finally work on myself. Now I finally have the time. I'm even though it might not be optional at first to work on the things that I haven't been working on to focus on my weak points to focus on becoming well more better well rounded in my fitness. This is your choice. This is up to you. You can't change everything that's going on out there, but you can definitely change how it affects you and what you do about it. So for now, go out there and be the strong mom that you know you are, and I will see you in next week's episode. Bye for now. Hey there, mama. Are you trying to figure out how to lose the last of the belly fat, but also have strong curves in all the right places with a booty that would make JLo proud? You've lost the majority of the baby weight, but now you want to take your fitness to the next level by gaining lean muscle and transforming your body. So you've Googled things like how to gain lean muscle, how to get tone, and you've tried free fitness challenges from Instagram fitness chicks, but you're still stuck and nothing seems to be working. I hear you loud and clear. I've totally been there. And you could totally trial and error it like I did for a few years, but I don't want you to get so frustrated that you give up in the process altogether. So I created this simple and right to the point guide that explains the top five fitness mistakes you are making that are keeping you stuck. These are the top five things that I continue to see sabotaging women's results. And these are the five top things that I struggled with and I had to learn to overcome when I had to take, when I wanted to take my fitness to the next level. So you're going to want to go ahead and grab this free guide. You can go to www.mamasnewstrong.com forward slash five mistakes. That's www.mamasnewstrong.com forward slash five mistakes because I don't want you to make these same mistakes in 2020.